Hello, my friend. I'm Timothy Fleming, Sr., the pastor of Mount Carmel Baptist Church in Atlanta, Georgia. I want to thank you for tuning in Words from a Senior Pastor. I want to ask you a question. Have you been going through some trials and tribulations? I am sure many of you can say, oh, yes, I am going through so much right now. And I can feel it in my spirit that some people are watching me right now want to just give up. You want to throw in the towel. You want to just quit because you tried so hard and look like you keep failing every time you try. Look like once you reach and grab something, it slips right through your fingers. What do you do? I want to say a few words about test to testimony. From test to testimony. You have to go through some trials and tests. I think one of the greatest things that you need to remember about the test you go through in life, that is just a test. I recall many years ago, we would get these interruptions on television program, and something would say, beep, 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 and would say, it's just a test, just in case of an emergency. Why do we test things? Why does God test us? To make sure you will work when he needs you. You buy something, you want to test it out. Why do you want to test it out? So when you really get ready and need it, it works. God will put you through a test so that once he puts you in a situation, you will work. You don't want to buy something you haven't tested out, friend. You don't, hey, you don't even want to marry someone you haven't tested. You don't even want to get involved with a house you haven't checked out. You don't even want, you do a test drive when you get a car, right? So when I get in it, it will properly work. And God does that when he takes us from a test to a testimony. He's telling us daily, it's just a test. The brothers of Joseph sold him for money, but it was just a test for Joseph. If he could stand the test and go through the things, God had something greater for him. Daniel was put in a lion's den. It was just a test. If God wanted him to die, the lions would have torn him apart, but Daniel had to stand that test. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego went through the test, and what happened? God never tells us what the outcome will be until we get in these situations and come out. If God told you just what was going to happen and how you were going to come out, you would not be operating in faith. You would be operating in fact. You know, science is organized facts. It's something you can prove. You can't prove God. You have to trust God. Amen. So you have to trust God. How many times I say you have to trust God when you can't trace God. God cannot be traced. His ways are not as our ways. His thoughts are not as our thoughts. You can't figure out God. You have to trust him. And the test we go through in life is to help you. James said, count it all joy when you fall into diverse places. Not if you fall, but when you fall, which means you're going to fall in some tough testing situation. But if you hold on through the test and try it, I got one word for you that old people used to always say, this too shall pass. Keep saying that when you're going through something. This too shall pass. And old people say, trouble don't last always. And it doesn't, my friend. But 
faith will last always in every trial and tribulation. If you just hold on, it's just a test. It's just a test when people don't like you on your new job. It's just a test when you go to a new job. It's just a test when the devil is trying you like he did Jesus in the wilderness. It was just a test. I mean, the devil knew Jesus was the son of God, Matthew chapter four, and he tried to test Jesus. Why? If you're hungry, Jesus, turn stones into bread. Why did the devil try to test Jesus with bread? He knew Jesus was hungry. And he wanted Jesus to bow down. If you bow down to Satan one time, you'll be bowing down to him a lot of times. If he could just get you one time to yield to him, he knows what you like. The devil knows what we love. He knew Jesus was hungry and he caught it at a weak moment, but Jesus knew it was a test. God permitted the devil to test Jesus right after he got baptized. Why would God do that? And while Jesus held on, it was just a test. If you get past the devil in this moment, you can handle the devil later on. You gotta understand, you gotta face the devil one time because he's coming back and the devil came back again because the Bible said he left him for just a little while. If you pass this test, you'll know what the next test is gonna have. You're gonna understand what a test is. And once you get through all these trials and, and tribulations in life, you'll move from test to what? Testimony. If you have not had a test, you can't give no testimony. A testimony is not about what somebody told you. A testimony is about what you know. And when you go through things, God wants you to experience hard times so you will know. Can I say something else to you? Jesus came to this earth to understand how we feel. Think about that. God never been a man. And he really didn't know exactly some things about human nature, though he made us. But God became a man to experience what we feel, being tempted as we are, having hunger like we are. And you know what? That's why Jesus can claim us, because he came to earth and became a man to understand a man. And then when we pray, we pray to him and he prays to the Father for us. That's a test. So you understand. You got to understand what people go through to know what people are going through. You know, when you've been through some things like other people, you know what happened? You have a little more better understanding. When you don't understand because you haven't been where other people are, you're going to learn in life to thank God for your trials once you get through them. You may not understand why you're going through it now, but remember, God knows ahead what you're going through. And once you get through these things, you will be more understanding how life is. The enemy can't defeat you. The devil, listen, I preached the other night and it was a really quiet moment when I spoke about it. I talked about leaving home. I was talking about the prodigal son who got sick of home. The devil wants you to do two things. Listen to me. He wants you to not get on your knees. He doesn't want you on your knees and he wants you to leave the fold, leave the home, leave the saints of God. If Satan can stop us from praying, he feels he has us and most time he has us. 
He will get you if you start praying. You got to stay on your knees. It's a test. You got to stay on your knees. The Bible said Jesus prayed to the Father all the time. Now, how? why would he be praying to the Father and he's God himself? God talking to God. You know why? Because when God talking to God, can't nothing else come between. You got to make sure that you talk to God. He was God and he talked to the Father, constantly talking to the Father because he was in the flesh then. And you in the flesh. And the flesh is weak. Spirit may be willing, but the flesh is weak. Therefore, you must pray. Prayer is so simple and yet it seems so hard. You don't have to be on your knees praying a long prayer. You can just be riding along in your car. You know, sometimes you can just pray a prayer. I always tell people, pray, Lord, make me a better man, make me a better preacher, make me a better Christian, and that's it. Just make me a better person. If you pray that prayer every day, just, Lord, make me a better mother, better, better father, better son, better daughter, a better Christian, better. That's a prayer by itself. It's not about how long you pray. But if you're praying from your heart, and if you pray constantly, you just, just remind yourself, you know, I haven't talked to God in the last three hours. I haven't talked to him in the last two hours. You can pray just sitting right there. They took prayer out of school, but let me tell you something. Anytime there is a prayer, you can always have prayer. You can't stop a prayer from praying. A child can pray while they're getting ready to do their homework if you teach them how to pray. If you got a prayer, you're going to have prayer. Pray your way out. Remember, the devil lose power over us when we pray. And it seems so hard to do and so easy to do. It's a shame that more other religions pray more than we Christians. The Muslim and others pray four and five times a day. And some of us don't pray until it's night. And you want to know why our faith is so weak. You're not praying. But then, not only praying your way through, stay in the church. I know the church has some problems. I know perfect church. I know that we all get upset about the church and some things, but that's everywhere where people meet. People are just people. And Christian people are people with weakness like everybody else. They're not perfect. They're just striving to be better. How many times I said, the church is nothing but a refrigerator to try to keep a spiritual soul from spoiling. Oh, God, I know you got that preacher. <laughs> the church is nothing but a refrigerator to keep a soul from spoiling. Why do you put food in the refrigerator? You don't want it to spoil. And though we get spoiled sometimes when we don't stay in God's refrigerator and keep us cool so that we don't go sour. Amen. So we still have problems, but look, stay in that church. Stay on your knees. When you're around the saints of God, we draw on each other. We get strength from each other. And the devil can't win. That's how you go through these trials and a test. And when you come out, you will have a testimony. I want to say this in closing. A lot of people want to know why the older people uh, don't commit suicide like young people. You don't all hear older people blowing their brains out and killing themselves. You know why? They know these things are just a test in life. And they understand life is hard, has its ups and downs. Young people don't understand. So you want to kill yourself and blow your brains out. You don't want to take it, but you can take it. Look back at how many things you've taken. 
And then you will say, how did I get through that? You had the back and the strength to do it. God made a way for you. Stop thinking you are alone. He's with you. But you got to go through these things so you can have what? A testimony. Now, why is a testimony important? To touch somebody's life. Not just for you to know, but for you to touch somebody else. God wants us to reach other people. And that's how we do it with our testimony. When you say, I've been there, I know what God will do. I know God will make a way out of no way. Somebody sitting that's going through something said, for real? Oh yes, I've been through that. How do you know? I've been through it. You are becoming a witness and don't know it when you tell your story. What's your story? Tell it. God bless you, my friend. I hope these words touch your life from a test to a testimony.